you, thank you. So glad you're here. Welcome. Glow up already. Y'all, seriously, I have had some fun conversations <clears throat> with just different people these days. And um, it just it just makes warms my heart that they are actually um, looking and, and being willing to hear what I have to say about just being an outside person to their situation. And sometimes it just takes that outside person for them to hear that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And you don't have to stress. You don't have to worry. And, um, you know, just, just do your thing. So today I want to come to you, um, and just talk about turning it over. And when I say turning it over, I mean, turning it over to God. There's things in our world. They're just bigger than us. Yeah. They're, they're out of our control. There's nothing we can do. And, but yet for some reason we still give it all this energy and we worry about it and we overthink and we do all these things and there's nothing we can do about it. So turn it over. Get it off your chest, turn it over, let God handle the details, and I promise you, He will. And I'm going to give you some examples. He's going to, it could be something as arbitrary as losing your keys. And it's going to be something as huge as a career move or, um, you know, a relationship move, you know, something like that. Those are big deals. Those are big deals. And I want to come to y'all and give you the ideas that you don't have to have all the answers. <laughs> you don't have to be know everything. You'll never know everything. And you don't have to do things in fear. You do it in faith. And so let me give you a couple examples. The other day, and <laughs> you've heard me talk, and I can't wait to stop talking about tournaments. I promise you I can't wait. But you heard me say the other day and in and, and an episodes prior that we are in our tournament season. It's thankfully finally coming to a close. And so we're in a huge tournament season and we are um, um, tired. <laughs> I can't even think. We're completely exhausted about the whole situation and um, not doing very well with energy and stuff after we get off work and so forth. And I may be just speaking for myself, uh, not to bring anybody into the conversation on that, but judging by conversations at work I believe we're all in the same boat but I this girl I can tell you and I won't deny it this girl's tired um body body emotionally physically just tired and it was a great season we still have a few more tournaments yet but it was a great great season I say this to you because just yesterday just yesterday we ended another long let me tell you guys something I don't know if you're golfers I am not a golfer by the way but working for a golf course I have come to uh, understand and learn, you know, the, the pace and, you know, it takes hours. It's not like a, it's like a you know, baseball game. It's like three, four hours. It's not a, a short stint. And these, these guys go out and they play and it's like, um, you know, typically three or four hour pace for, um, an average, you know, golfer to complete their 18 holes. It's like 15 minutes a hole, give or take. You can sometimes go faster if there's not nobody in front of you or you're playing with just you you know you can get through the holes quite quickly but if you're playing a twosome or a foursome it, it could take up to 15 minutes per hole so in these tournaments you've got you know anywhere on up to th we have two courses at my course um you could have 300 plus people on your courses or you can have 80. yesterday <laughs> was just a tournament of 80 people and you would expect 
They have the whole 18 holes to themselves. They do what they call a shotgun start. So everybody gets to a hole and they start at the same time. So typically they end at the same time, right? So yesterday that was not, they did, but we had people coming in two hours earlier. It's hard to say if they truly finished the whole 18 holes or if they just stopped because they were tired or hot because they did get a little warm or, or what their situation was. So, but the point is they came in early, but the rest of their team came in two hours later. So it made the course, that made the tournament rather, a six hour pace, okay? So you're talking about six hours from the time they start golfing to the time they come in. This does not include the two hours before the start that they come in and they have their coffee, they have their breakfast, they mill around, they do their check-in, they get their little goodies, their tournament goodies. That's two hours, okay? And then they go out at their designated time. Let's just use tomorrow, yesterday as an example. They came in early, but their shotgun was at eight o'clock in the morning. They didn't start to come in until two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, then they have their dinner that they've ordered and then they have their award ceremony. So they're here for two hours after that, okay? So you're looking at a 10 hour day just for this tournament to begin with, okay? That's not including the time it takes us to clean up after, okay? So once they've done their award ceremony, everybody starts to pile out, we then, my team and I, go in and we have to set it up for the next tournament. So <laughs> we're tired. At the end of the day, as you can see, we are tired. We have moved tables, we have moved food, we have moved ice, we have moved beer, we have moved sodas, we have moved Gatorades, we have moved chairs, we have moved stuff. I'm not gonna even say crap, stuff, okay? That was part of the um, tournament. So yesterday, it was finally, after I closed the BEO on the tournament, um, I, I was walking out. I had everything in my hand. I was walking out. Guess what? I get halfway to my car and I realized I don't have my keys. Where are my keys? I had them earlier. Where are they? I'm exhausted. I'm like, oh my gosh. And now I got to walk all the way back into the building, which is a good stint, y'all. My parking lot's not far. It's not close to the building. So, so I just walk all the way back in. I'm thinking, oh, I must have left them on the counter. Go over there to my, my bar counter. Nope, they're not there. Oh, well, maybe I left them in the office manager's office uh, when I dropped off the BEO. Nope, not there. Okay, y'all, I'm tired. I have been on my feet all this time, right? There's no chance to sit down ever. So I'm thinking, oh, oh my goodness, where are my keys? So I start beating myself up first. Where are my keys? What the heck? I knew I had them. Where did I leave them? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm ready to go home. And I said, you know, I'm almost in tears because now third place I've looked, I can't find them. They're not there. So I thought, you know, what, where on earth could they have gone? I went back to my office. I went back to the kitchen counters. I went back to everywhere I could have been possibly, and they were nowhere to be found. So I said, Lord, I am so tired. Is there any way you wouldn't mind helping me find my keys? I would greatly appreciate it. I have looked everywhere, and I had. I am not kidding you. Seconds later, from another check down there, my bar, 
I turn around and they're sitting there on the floor. I dropped them on the floor. I've walked past them four times if they were there that whole time. I walked past them four times, which is the crazy thing. I looked everywhere, but I'm so tired, it wouldn't have surprised me. But I needed that help at that moment. I, I turned it over. It's all you, Lord, if you could help me find my keys. I didn't even look somewhere else. I turned around. I literally turned around and looked down, and there they were. Okay? Now, that's arbitrary. That's cheesy. That is silly. But I need you to understand where I was coming from in that moment. I almost started crying. I was so frustrated. I couldn't find my keys because I was so exhausted from the day and from the season. You know, it's not like it was just yesterday. If it was just yesterday, it would have been different. But it's been a compilation of these long, long days and the stress and so forth of these events that it just brought me to that moment yesterday that I can't, I don't have the energy to find my keys. So I want you to know that you can do something as simple as that. Turn it over with your big stuff too. I was talking to someone yesterday. She is interviewing for jobs. Just graduated college. She's interviewing for job and she's just worried about this process. And I said, honey, you don't have to worry. You're going, God's going to give you what you, you know, what he wants you to have right now. And it might not be the job you're dreaming of, but it will be the job that's going to help you to get to that next level of goals he set you up for that are on your heart that you just may not be aware of. I said, just go and apply, go and interview. I promise the one that you're supposed to have will come through, turn it over. And I know that sounds so crazy, y'all, especially in our economy right now with people, you know, getting back into work and being lucky that they were even able to hang on to their jobs during the whole COVID thing. And, you know, you're worried, you've got a mortgage. She doesn't have a mortgage. She has nothing to worry about. But, you know, there's those of us who have mortgages. We have rents, we have car payments. We have all of these things that could be easily taken away if we don't find that work. But I promise you this, God knows what you got. And if you turn it over to him, he's going to take care of you. I promise you he will. Keep your faith. It's that simple. It truly is that simple. And I promise you, if you were just to, to put it in his hands, there's so much that he has carried for me that I have put in his hands. I'm, I'm surprised he's got room for y'all. I'll be honest. <laughs> if you think from our human perspective, I've put so much on him. I am surprised he's got room on his hands for anybody else. But he does, y'all. He does not have these little small human hands that can only carry a certain amount of weight. He can carry it all. And I want you to know that whatever you're burdened with, if it's finding a job, it's, if it's your health, if it's your, your children's health, if it's anything, you know, I, anything huge and, and big, if it's an illness, if it's a job or looking for a job, or maybe you're not happy in your job and, and you feel stuck, you know, those things can, you know, wear on you and they can cause health issues as well. So turn it over. Let God know what you want. He already knows. But speak it. Turn it over to him. Tell him that you trust what he's going to do for you and you're waiting. You're going to wait patiently and you're going to keep doing what you got to do to make things go and he's going to bless you. You're going to have it taken care of. And I got to tell you, I know I, I am not um, a religious platform, y'all, at all. I don't want you... Uh, if I'm losing listeners, I don't care right now. 
I'm not a religious platform, but I felt it, you know, obviously the urge God put on my heart to share this with you. Somebody needed to hear it. So one of you, maybe two of you needed to hear this reminder. Turn it over. Turn it over. I promise it'll help you feel better. It'll help you discern better in what you are really looking for in your life. It'll help you to decide fully and to receive the blessings he's going to send you fully if you just turn it over and trust. Have faith and trust. Do not operate through fear, friends. That'll never get you anywhere. Or if it will take you places, it'll take you places you don't want to be. I can tell you that. If you operate strictly in fear, you will not go to the places that you need or want to go. You will go to places, but not where you want to be. So please, 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 if I can implore anything on you, please operate from a state of faith, from a state of trust, and turn it over. Hugs and kisses, my beautiful friends. Take care of you.